Hey there, pilgrims. On this week's dose, we have a great trio of startups for our last episode of 2023. Whew, that's crazy. What a year it's been. First, you'll hear about Home Cooks, which just raised $3.1 million in seed funding led by Speed Invest. The company allows chefs to cook affordable and delicious frozen meals for anyone to order using a subscription model. Next, we will break down Ladder, hot off their $12 million Series A led by Tapestry VC and LiveWell Ventures. Ladder is a subscription strength training app for people who are serious about fitness that makes it very easy to plan and maintain a consistent strength training routine. And lastly, we'll close out this week's dose with Jit Jat Joe, a gig economy marketplace that's making flexible hiring easier for workers and enterprises alike. And their recent $30 million Series B led by Morningside Technology Ventures. And with that, cue the music one last time for 2023. Let's get into it. Woo! This is VenturePill, your weekly dose of startups and venture capital. We break down recent startups in the news and interview founders and investors to help you stay informed in the evolving world of venture. Okay, our first company of this week's dose is Home Cooks, which just raised $3.1 million in seed funding led by Speed Invest, although they are based in the UK. So we'll leave it up to the most recent dollars to pounds conversion there for <laughs> the listeners over across the pond. Um, this round also included participation from DFF and Love Ventures. Now, Home Cooks actually began during the pandemic as a Facebook group for individuals to cook and sell their food to people in their same area. And it was born, obviously, out of the pandemic in the UK when lockdowns set in. Right. Another startup born out of the pandemic, similar to Pop-Up Bagels, which we can't mm -hmm. seem to stop mentioning, <laughs> but similarly to Pop-Up Bagels, following some early promising traction, the group quickly turned into a marketplace company run by serial entrepreneur Joshua Magidson and partially funded by Leonard Picardo, who is actually employee number two at Deliveroo. And so Magidson believes that the restaurant industry is broken with such thin margins to begin with, not to mention the delivery aspect of things, which, you know, it feels like it's become imperative for restaurants to offer delivery option these days. Mm -hmm. And that's highlighted by the fact that 60% of restaurants close within the first year, again, proving that He's definitely got a point and something needs to change within the restaurant industry. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned the thin margins. You mentioned adding in these delivery services, which take a big cut as well. And so it's not really doing the delivery people any service, nor the restaurants. These these companies kind of steal a lot of that, a lot of that value in the marketplace. And so that's the idea here by Magidson. So basically how it works is this service is a monthly subscription uh, with home cooks. Chefs can earn a lot more than they might traditionally at a regular job in a restaurant. They're cooking from home. They choose what they want to make and they optimize it for profitability. Right. And all the meals are designed to be frozen, which the company believes is the way of the future 
and certainly also plays a big role in decreasing food waste, right? If you can freeze food and then just prepare it when you're ready to actually eat it. And it empowers chefs to cook what they enjoy cooking while being able to sell and distribute the food easily and at affordable prices to hungry customers. And as a customer, all you really need to do is heat up the food in what should take less than 10 minutes to be ready. Yeah, so it's a really easy process. A lot of cool chefs on there if you take a look and lots of great options at, at good prices. And so they've got really good traction so far. They've served over 60,000 meals to 7,000 customers in the UK. And they boast 70% month over month growth from August to October of this year. Again, calling out David Sachs, if you're listening, that that is prime time <laughs> growth numbers there for software as a subscription. And this service is, I mean, if they can maintain some semblance of that growth, they're doing a good job. Yeah, I'm sure David Sachs is listening and he'll be sure to add this one to the list. Definitely some, definitely some explosive growth you highlighted there just over the past months, really, this fall. And so with the new funding, the team will look to continue to grow its network of chefs, another classic two-sided marketplace, oh, yeah. buzz, buzz, that looks to take advantage of network effects. So as more chefs become available, more customers will follow. Yeah. And as more customers join the platform, they'll need more chefs. So it's always this balancing act, right? And, and I think we've mentioned it several times before, but a good book, if you're interested in this interesting dynamic um, of network effects, go ahead and check out uh, The Cold Start Problem by Andrew Chen, who was uh, involved at Uber and A16Z. He breaks it down nicely. Um, it's an easy read and it's just like this chicken and egg problem. Um, but clearly they've, they've cracked something in the code there. And we also wanted to mention that our, our buddy Josh, longtime pilgrim, <laughs> probably leads, leads the league in startup suggestions for us to look into. So we always appreciate <laughs> that. He had this idea. He, he and I lived together when the pandemic hit, and he's a big chef. Anybody who knows him knows he loves, loves his cooking. And I, I feel like Josh could move to the UK and become a full-time home cook chef with with the food he's <laughs> chefing up over there and he had a very similar idea to this and i know you mentioned one of our other buddies was taking a look at a company like this so probably not a brand new novel idea but clearly they've figured it out in some capacity yeah i wonder if josh has any good fish and chips and beans recipes <laughs> prepared in his docket to move, to make the jump across the pond but yeah certainly a great idea i actually anecdotally I feel like on Instagram, I've been seeing a lot of like meal prep advertisements for, you know, mm -hmm. people sending meals seven bucks a day or seven bucks a meal or something like that. And similar concept like frozen, just heated up, which makes me believe understanding that my Instagram isn't indicative of the whole world, but makes me <laughs> believe that this is somewhat of a growing trend, maybe even fueled by New Year's resolutions, wanting to eat healthy or spend less money eating food. So definitely like a, a rising trend. I'd say. And yeah, it's an interesting concept and I'm sure it's delicious, right? Like you have professional chefs cooking basically their specialty foods in their kitchen. Uh, I mean, it, I, I'm interested in learning more about this or if there's a if there's a platform like it in the United States. Yeah. Or if they could potentially expand, uh, but they don't want to overreach, probably want to master mm -hmm. their market and grow within what I believe and what they should believe is a big opportunity in the UK alone. So clearly still a very early stage master that and they'll come to the u.s and i'm sure we'll have a venture pill discount code <laughs> <laughs> 
backslash venture pill. Yeah, would yeah. love them to would love them to disrupt the food delivery space because it feels like Uber Eats, Grubhub, DoorDash, all those platforms get so expensive so quickly, right? With the food charges, obviously, and then service fees, delivery fees, things like that. So if we can get a new player in the space to shake things up a little bit, I think everyone would win. And the food would be great too. Absolutely. It seems to sit somewhere in between those platforms and the ones that you mentioned seeing on Instagram, like these meal prep, kind of this combination of the two. So we'll we'll see. Very early stage, but I think I, I like where they're headed. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up on this week's dose is Austin-based Ladder, which just announced a $12 million Series A led by Tapestry VC and LiveWell Ventures. Ladder is a strength training app for people who are very serious about fitness that makes it very easy to plan and maintain a consistent strength training program, uh, a routine by giving you a plan for each day. Yeah, and workouts are new each week and designed by an expert strength coach with each ladder coach focused on a specific strength training style, things like Pilates, HIIT, bodybuilding, kettlebell training, and more. Companies based out of Austin, Texas, as you mentioned, special shout out for that, and was started by Greg Stewart in 2019. So the idea actually came pre-COVID and was not one of those fitness ideas that sprung out of the need for remote at-home workouts, uh, which we've covered in the past and we've seen a lot of since since the pandemic, really. Yeah. So, no, I, so an idea that stood the test of the pandemic was still applicable. I'm sure they had to pivot a little bit, but ultimately has a long-term vision, irrespective of pandemic or not, where where these people are working out. I think mostly the people are working out at gyms. I'd say most people who are serious about strength training, they need more equipment and therefore mm-hmm. they're going to gyms. So that's, I think, what, what the majority of folks on ladder are using it for. And so they're actually boasting over 50,000 paying members. And the subscription is, I think, pretty affordable, affordably priced. And twenty nine ninety nine a month for their basic package, or an additional fifteen bucks a month, so forty five a month. That is their sort of premium package that includes one on one coaching. And we'll talk a little bit more about how it works, but essentially that's still that's still pretty cheap compared to some other options out there. And I think the key problem they're addressing here is strength training is on on the rise. I think a lot more people are getting into it, realizing the benefits. But it's very hard to stay motivated, stay consistent, know what to do, when to do it, and keep it fresh. And so I think this is just putting all of that on autopilot, even for folks like me and you who know probably more of what to do than the average person. Still, still, I think there are a lot of people on here on Ladder that are like me and you that could use it and just want the peace of mind and, and sort of out of sight, out of mind, show up each day and, and be told what to do. Yeah, totally agreed. And just the variety in workouts that they offer based on knowing what equipment you have available, I think is awesome. Because even as much as we love strength training and working out, exercising regularly, speaking for myself, definitely love changing things up and kind of surprising the muscles, like trying new things and seeing Mm -hmm. new exercises that may or may not work. So I I like that they have a strength coach and they keep changing up the ideas, keep things fresh. And so a little bit more on the product. It's actually a mobile app that's available on the iPhone that connects right to the Apple Watch, which is awesome for people that are tracking their health and fitness on their watch. And Ladder breaks it down into different teams that you can join 
depending on your goals and what kind of exercises you want to be doing. Yeah. And they even provide you a quiz that helps you decide what is right for you. If you're not sure, if you don't know which coach to choose, I actually tried this. It took like a minute, asked you a bunch of questions about what you're already doing, what you're looking to do, your goals and the equipment that you have access to. As we mentioned earlier, very easy. And it gave me like three really cool looking strong dudes that could tell me what to do. So <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's something you can blindly trust. Another differentiator here for this platform is that there's actually a big group community aspect, which is key for accountability purposes. We've covered this and everyone knows consistency is one of the biggest challenges people face with fitness, health, sleep, right? That whole, all, all facets of taking care of yourself really. And so having a group to hold each member accountable is, is definitely beneficial and I imagine makes the workout experience even more enjoyable. Now we've, we've touched on it, but transitioning to the competition side of things, there are definitely plenty of competitors in the space, including some that we have tried in the past or that we've mentioned in the show. Like one that comes to mind for me is Peloton, right? Similar monthly subscription model. Definitely has a little bit of a hardware component to it too, but also the community aspect of working mm -hmm. out in groups online or in person competing with your friends. And I love like, and again, anecdotally, I, I love Peloton and I like the group aspect definitely gets me motivated and accountable for working out. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of companies that have tried different things. I mean, you mentioned Peloton, like they kind of shot up there in the public markets, came back down to earth. And so, you know, I think there are a lot of people trying to innovate within the space, but it's, it's really a hard, a hard industry to stay, stay consistent within and have success within with these venture backed fitness companies. But I think what ladder does nicely here is it's a, just a really good price point compared to other options. you mentioned the group aspect, but it's affordable. You know, you think about what, what you might get out of a personal trainer for way more money comparing it to that or comparing it to other, you know, even gym memberships, it's not that much. And I think it provides a lot of value putting it on autopilot. So something I might be interested in trying out for sure. Yeah. Well said. It's definitely falls into the bucket of expenses that are easy to justify. If you're taking care of yourself, you're feeling the positive effects of working out, which impact every component of your life. If you're working out consistently and being disciplined and everything in that regard. And funny enough, another company that I feel like is well-timed with new year's resolutions. We mm -hmm. we've covered a healthy eating food, startup and now we're talking about a you know gym fitness exercise strength training startup so this is a well-timed dose we, we're cooking up here partner yes sir yeah so uh, no no discount codes just yet but hey we're working towards <laughs> it we're doing our best for the pilgrims <laughs> <laughs> okay and closing out this week's dose we have gig economy marketplace startup jit jet joe awesome name cool. for a startup cool name yeah that's like up there for <laughs> <enough> name <laughs> Definitely. And they just raised a $30 million Series B led by Morningside Technology Ventures, bringing total funding to $65 million for the startup. So setting the scene here, everyone is familiar with the gig economy market and how it's been on the rise as of late, right? You think about Uber, Uber Eats, DoorDash, things like that. And so we wanted to provide a little bit more statistics of the market. So gig work was actually big before the pandemic but experienced a huge surge during the pandemic due to increased demand for delivery platforms. And also it was also fueled by a mass exodus of full-time workers from specifically the hospitality and service industries, 
And we've kind of covered the labor shortage on the other side of this for those industries. But all of that has driven people more towards participating in the gig economy. And additionally, a UChicago paper found that the number of people in the U.S. who report income from platform-based gig work grew from 1 million to nearly 5 million in recent years. Uh, so additionally, it's estimated that more than 23 million Americans earned money through a gig platform from July of 2022 to July of 23 this year, which I, I don't know. I, I might have even expected more. Like I, I know a bunch mm -hmm. of people who have tried it at least a little bit, you know, to earn some extra cash here and there. It's been a massive trend of recent. So uh, big numbers and certainly growing, growing quickly. Yeah, evidently on the rise. And I think it's also trending due to Gen Z and millennials entering the workforce in, in larger numbers now as, as we get older. And, you know, people prioritizing that flexibility and ability to work when you want, where you want. So, you know, an interesting trend for sure. But we wanted to highlight some of the, the problems, maybe the dark side of gig work, which is that the growth of gig work hasn't come for the most part with more protections for gig economy workers who often pay their own payroll taxes and are forced to sacrifice access to benefits like health insurance, retirement saving plans, and more in exchange for those flexible working hours. Uh, and another thing is after fees and commissions are deducted from paychecks, some workers make sub-minimum wages. So a 2022 survey found that an estimated 14% of gig workers earn less than $7.25 per hour, while 26% earn less than $10 an hour. Jeez, yeah. I actually, I did not, I don't think either of us knew that before doing the research on this company. So that's just, that's kind of baffling. So clearly a big problem to address that Jit Chat Joe is, and we'll get into how they do it. But ultimately businesses, especially those with high employee turnover, variable demands struggle to find flexible, readily available temporary workers quickly and efficiently. So it's kind of this marriage of these two problems, right? Traditional agencies that provide these workers are often slow, expensive, and lack scalability. So this perfect storm for Jit Jat Joe to provide their solution. Exactly. So the startup has positioned itself as a bridge between the traditional staffing model and the full-blown gig economy aiming to offer businesses flexibility and workers control and financial security. They have a mobile first platform that connects businesses with qualified workers for shifts as short as one hour with booking available up to an hour before start time. So extreme flexibility offered on the platform. And this caters to urgent needs and unpredictable schedules that can arise really at any given moment in these industries. Yeah. And so they actually leverage AI and machine learning to optimize matches between businesses and workers based on skill, location, availability. You know, think about the number of openings, the number of people, and just optimizing that. It has to have a heavy reliance on technology to be able to be reliable for both the worker side and the employer side. And so the on-demand nature allows businesses to adjust their workforce size instantaneously based on real-time needs, ebbs and flows. It's a much more fluid model. Right. And so you just mentioned some of the highlights for businesses looking to hire flexible workers. On the other side, for workers, part of what makes this solution great is that JitJet Joe offers a benefits package called Better, which provides life insurance, pet wellness, roadside assistance, and more benefits that are more typical for salaried employees. Additionally, 
Unlike on some gig platforms, workers on JitJat Joe are classified as W-2 employees, not 1099 workers, meaning that they are not responsible for their own payroll taxes come tax day. So again, taking some of the burdens off for gig economy workers. Yeah, it's actually a pretty genius idea. And some good success so far. They've got 120 full-time employees and over 40,000 gig workers on its marketplace. Um, thousands of customers spanning three continents, including Australia, down and that. <laughs> yeah, in case in case you need in, ca- in case you need to hire somebody for some shrimp on the bobby at the last <laughs> <Yeah>. second, <laughs> yeah. a platform like this could could come in handy. Yeah, no, it's it's actually upon reading about it, like we couldn't quite figure it out, but like now it just makes so much sense. It's sits in between the gig gig economy and traditional staffing model, bringing the the aspects of both that workers and companies enjoy. I don't know of anybody else doing this, and I don't know of a better company name out there. <laughs> well said. Uh, and lastly, with, with the influx of capital, they're planning to expand into new markets, new industries, pretty classic use of fresh funding. But you know, with, with a big round like this one, it'll be exciting to see what the future holds for Jit Jat Joe, truly one of our <laughs> most favorite startup <laughs> names we've come across on the pill, 99 episodes in. Yeah. Yep. And tabs will certainly be kept on, mm, on this goes one. without saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right, partner, that, that about wraps up our year, which is crazy, wow. crazy to even say number 99. And uh, yeah, this will be the last time you hear us say we're looking forward to episode 100 because that's <laughs> coming next. And, and don't, don't you worry. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome. Yes. Rest assured. Awesomeness is guaranteed. As always, thank you to our listeners for listening and hope everyone had a fun, safe, and great holidays with their family. And we will see you next year. Nice, nice. Happy New Year, (laughs) Pilgrims. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. And uh, hope everyone enjoys the time off. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another dose of Startups and Venture Capital. And as always, we appreciate our pilgrims spreading the word about the show. Share with your friends and help someone else make the pilgrimage. See you next time. She told me that she only bumps my music when she's lonely. Thinks my vibe's a little low-key, okey-dokey. That's all right, but I don't know how to do it.